This podcast contains explicit language. Hey, it's Mike from 424recording.com, and I just want to say, if you're a fan of the podcast or channel, please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash 424recording. Hello, and welcome to 424 Recording, a podcast featuring interviews with musicians, artists, YouTubers, and other creatives about the creative process. We're also talking all things music, especially in the punk, grunge, bedroom, and indie rock genres. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Mike from 424 Recording, and today on the podcast, uh, figuring things out. Do you need to actually figure anything out? I've been struggling with this question for a while, probably my whole life, and, uh, Something I wanted to muse on today and and talk a little bit about. Maybe you've got some ideas. If you do and you're watching this on YouTube, leave a comment in the video below. Or if you're listening to the podcast, you can always email me 424recording at gmail.com. So today on the pod, I don't really have much of an outline. Sometimes I do these with an outline. Sometimes I don't. This is one of the times that I don't. So I'm not really sure how this is going to come out. Maybe you won't even hear this because it came out so bad or because I thought it came out so badly that it wasn't worth putting out. But kind of segues into the quote I wanted to talk about today and figuring things out because uh, I sort of had a realization epiphany uh, the other day. So And Jay, I wanted to speak with him as well. He may call during this uh, live recording of the podcast. So if he does, we'll figure out how to work it in there. We'll figure it out. There we go. All right. So the quote I wanted to talk about today is from this book, the new book I'm reading this week, which I'm pretty behind on, but I'm hoping to make some headway on it ASAP. It's called Let My People Go Surfing by Yvonne Choenard. The Education of a Reluctant Businessman. If you don't know who Yvonne Choenard is, he's the CEO, I guess, of Patagonia. Uh, he started a rock climbing uh, equipment sort of company, and Patagonia has kind of turned into a lifestyle brand slash uh, it's, it's a very socially aware, um, very committed to saving the environment and climate change and that kind of a thing. Definitely read more about it if you want to know more about Patagonia and all the things that they do. But they've pretty much become the archetype for a business that could potentially save the world in terms of the problems that we face with in terms of climate change and environmental degradation and damages that are being irreversibly caused by human activities and the proliferation of the human race. So, which segues nicely. I don't, I didn't want to get into anything too heady today. Uh, trying to just take it easy, trying not to figure anything out anymore. Cause I had this realization Uh, And I also saw a great quote in this book in the early pages. And the realization I had was, I feel like I'm always trying to figure something out. And this is what I wanted to talk to Jay about because he made an observation at one point uh, when I was telling him about different books I've read and things like that. And something to the effect of, it seems like you're always trying to figure something out or figure something out of the world, or that's just how you, you know, move through the world and make sense of the world. But I'm kind of taking my own advice from a few podcasts ago saying, well, what if I did the opposite? Do I really have to always be figuring something out? What if I just go through life not trying to figure anything out anymore? Because I feel like I've been trying to figure things out for years, for my entire adult life, for my entire life. And the realization I've come to is I haven't figured out anything, but yet I've spent all this time, uh, making myself essentially insane or making myself go crazy trying to figure out 
some issue or problem, you know, I've realized kind of like life is not like math, you know, it's not something that's two plus two equals four. There's a lot of different outcomes, a lot of things, unseen forces that predict outcomes. There's a lot of chaos. Um, there's a lot of change. Life has changed, you know, constantly everything is changing. And to try to go about your days, always trying to figure something out or put things into a box that don't belong in the box or, you know, square, what is this saying? Square peg, round hole, that kind of idea, you know, um, trying to force things, trying to, you know, uh, arm wrestle things into being or wrestle things into being rather. It's just something I've been thinking about. It's, it's fascinating to me. Uh, I forgot exactly how I had this epiphany, but I remember I was thinking hard about something and I was like, man, I really need to figure out this problem. And I'm always searching online and and looking things up. And, you know, that's why Google is amazing and also bad because you can fall down these K-holes and different, uh, you know, rabbit holes that you go into and you never find your way out because you're trying to seek answers or as if, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, if I just find one more thing that'll, you know, make, make sense to me, I'll be able to figure this out and go about my merry way, you know? And I've just been realizing maybe there isn't anything to figure out. Maybe I don't need to constantly be going through life attempting to figure things out. And then there's something really comforting with that idea for me. And I guess I'm not saying to shirk your responsibilities, but for me, as somebody who tends to be a thinker and in my head a lot and trying to make sense of the world when maybe the world makes no sense to me, you know, I think it's important to take a step back and maybe I don't need to put my, my brain to work on these 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 issues that I think I see out there or there's nothing that I need to solve. You know, it's not like I always feel things are going to be wrapped up nicely in a bow and, you know, maybe because I've read too many books or too watched too many movies, you know, and stories and beginning, middle, end. Like maybe life isn't really like that, you know. Maybe it's uh, you just kind of go about your business and, you know, one thing, one day changes and things change and things move on and things don't get wrapped up nicely in a bow. I think that's that's kind of why people like stories, you know. I think that's why today's world is so story-driven, right, with streaming and movies and, oh, well, if you can tell a good story, you can take over the world. You know, that's that's what everybody sells today. Uh, because humans, you know, maybe that's why we like stories, because it makes sense of the world, because it makes these interlocking pieces that make sense to us, you know, and help us determine uh, outcomes and, you know, conclusions. Just an idea, something I've been trying to figure out or not figure out. So uh, uh, let me know what you think about that one. I'm, I'm still, I'm still, still tossing it, still, still trying to figure it out. But as someone who always tries to solve problems that maybe are unsolvable, uh, it's, it's kind of been a big realization for me. Maybe I don't need to solve them. Like whether I solve them or not, my life seems pretty much the same. Whether I go out, go throughout my day in an attempt to solve these sorts of problems, they don't get solved. Or I come to some epiphany and then it changes and moves on. Or the realization that I had that I thought was correct is no longer correct or no longer makes sense in a certain situation. Fascinating stuff. It's fascinating to me. I 
You know, I spent, I spent so much time, so much of my life on problems, trying to solve problems that are maybe unsolvable. It's like I'm Einstein trying to solve the workings of the universe, except there's absolutely zero stakes to the things that I'm trying to solve. And I'm not Einstein. I'm not, you know, an f- amazing physics thinker. The, the kinds of issues that I'm trying to think about are nobody's looking for anybody to solve them. So, yeah, something I've been thinking about a lot lately, you know, and it's kind of exploded my worldview a little bit and makes me think about things differently. It's making me think about things in the opposite fashion. And uh, I think it's going to help me um, not waste as much time and as much brain power on shit that doesn't matter. Uh, which segues nicely into something else I wanted to talk about. I think I have it here. You might hear some clicking going on in a second. I'm just going to look up my notes. I do have some notes for future podcast ideas, so I'm always kind of checking and writing things down. And sometimes they fit into a longer podcast, and sometimes I kind of smash them together into podcasts with multiple ideas. Uh, so I'm segueing into something else because... Uh, so... I think that a lot of this figuring out of the world comes from uh, boredom, some sort of feel, fear of failure, feel of fear, fear of failure, and uncertainty. I think all those things are this. That might be deserving of a full episode, but I I've realized that so many people in my life, so many people I know, so many people like you listening, so many people that you may know, and I don't want to speak for everybody, but. I notice a lot of people do unproductive things because of boredom, because of fear, uh, because of fear of failure, and because of uncertainty. I think that a lot of people are very smart, but they fall into these habits of being bored and, and, and pursuing boredom because it's an easy way out. Uh, maybe this is kind of the opposite of what I've been talking about a little bit, but oh well, no, it's not because so figuring things out. I'm talking about things that don't really matter. Here, I'm referring more to use the use of boredom to because uh, what I'm saying is like there's useless things that I try to figure out. But maybe if you can set yourself, <clears throat> excuse me, in a direction that alleviates uh, this this idea of uncertainty or onto a goal path that's oriented to the things that you want to accomplish, which I think is actually the the root to a lot of these problems is a lot of people don't know what they want. I'm kind of in a moment right now where I'm reevaluating what it is that I want. But I've noticed a lot of people in my life and a lot of people I see do unproductive things with their time and out of boredom, out of maybe not wanting to put their brain power to work, maybe out of laziness, maybe out of just not knowing what to do, what they want. I think a big problem with myself and people I know in terms of my family and and things of that nature, a lot of people, they've just never known what they wanted. And maybe it is that they don't really want anything. But how do you navigate a life in which you don't really want anything? There's always something that you want, whether it's shelter, food, clothing, you know. In this kind of first world that we live in, that I live in, a lot of your basic problems are taken care of. So it leaves you with these useless thoughts and useless, you know, 
ways of spending your time if you're not spending that time in a manner that's productive to achieving the things that you need, such as shelter, food, clothing, uh, and whatever else comes along with that. So I just, I just want to just put it out there. You know, if you, if you catch yourself feeling bored and if it's, if it's because of you have fears, if it's because of uncertainty, if it's because it's easier to go play video games, watch Netflix, you know, zone out than it is to, you know, change your life and, and move in a direction that is positive for you. Uh, you're not alone in that struggle, but at the same time, start becoming aware of when those things are happening to you. That's something I've been trying to do, and it's it's really been uh, great for me. Uh, that's something this podcast has really helped me with too. You know, talking about this stuff, it's it's amazing that everybody out there is, is checking it out, and I appreciate that a lot. And thanks for the feedback, thanks for the emails, comments, uh, thanks for supporting me on Patreon. It's sick, you know, and uh, it's amazing that I can you know talk about this stuff and and people get it and they they feel similar and uh, are are trying to figure it out as it were <laughs> as well. And I guess that brings me to my, my, maybe my final point, the quote from this book, uh, by Yvonne Schoenar, let my people go surfing. It, it was just a sentence, almost a throwaway sentence, but I think it speaks a lot about, maybe it's not a throwaway sentence, but I think it is a, a pretty good one. And I, I, th- I think it just goes along with the whole idea of today's podcast and so he talks about, and Yvonne talks about, you know, kind of being a D student and language barrier. He's like a French Canadian. They moved to California. He goes to like Catholic schools, not the greatest student. He talks about being involved with sports, but when he's in front of people, dropping the ball, fumbling, and what he has is this realization, or maybe as a kid, or maybe this is looking back on it. If you invent your own game, then you can always be a winner. And I think this ties into a lot of the things I've been talking about with defining your own success. Um, and I, I think it's just fascinating, too, in a world where so many people will tell you not to challenge the status quo, not to go against the stream, uh, not to rock the boat, not to question things. It feels like in, in this world that's been created, the people who go the furthest or come from the furthest outfield are the people that really change things. And it's also interesting to me that so much of society will tell you to do the straight path, stay on path, you know, be a good person. Well, I'm not saying be a bad person. I'm just saying like obey. (laughs) Um, Don't question authority. Don't question why things are the way that they are. Just keep your head down. Be happy you're not getting your face smashed in and go along your happy way. When you know, constantly, time and time again, it's these people that are looking at this system and saying, this is fucked, who come out of left, complete left field, complete outfield, completely out of the woods, out of nowhere, and then they become essentially revered by the entire society population. You know, people write books about them, uh, and they essentially change the world, and they change the way people think about things. But it's just so funny to me that in this world where everybody will tell you to obey, go, go forward, um, you know, stay on the path, don't rock the boat. You constantly have these people who are the, I guess, outliers or the exceptions to the rule who are completely changing or who are 
revered then all of a sudden. Oh, well, this guy thought so differently about the way the world should be. Wow, we should we should listen to this person after, you know, I, I, like, I, I don't know. I, I just don't I, I just don't understand the dichotomy there. It, it's it's strange. I mean, I understand it, right? Uh, people who are crazy enough to, to, you know, think about the world a different differently are the people who are who change it, right? But just really, really interesting. So, and I think I think because I think it's really hard to be someone who's like an outlier and, and you know come out of nowhere and, and try to change something. But I, I just think it's interesting in terms of you know we hear about today with disruption and you know, changing the old ways and coming up with new technology to, to fix problems. And it's just, it's just crazy. You know, you go from a society in which people are telling you constantly not to question the norm to, oh, well, now the people who have been questioning the norm the whole time, the counterculture, these people are, you know, godsends. They're the ones that's going to save humanity. They're the ones that's going to change, you know, make the environment, you know, save the environment, save the world. It's, I I just don't understand it. I don't, it's just so weird to me. I don't know. I hope I don't come off as being, uh, cynical, maybe, maybe. Uh, I hope not. Just, just, I just think it's fascinating. I mean, I, like I said, I, I, I I think some of these people are my heroes. You know, I, I really enjoyed the Steve Jobs bio I read a few last month. And then the, um, Ed Catmull book, again, these people doing these left field technology things that most people will never have an understanding of and most people maybe never need to have an understanding of but you know i think it just goes along with this quote of inventing your own game uh then you can always win you know why exist in this structure why why play by the rules it just seems like time and time again the people who don't play by the rules are the people who uh, have a lot of success because you can see in the system you can and if you have an ability to bend the rules or create your own rules entirely ah it's crazy it's crazy well i hope this podcast wasn't too confusing for you and i appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to it uh, i wish you well in all that you do and uh yeah Think differently, right? I feel like I'm kind of falling off the rails here at the end. I wasn't, I wasn't sure if I was ready to wrap it up, and then I started wrapping it up. And... But yeah, cool book. Let my people go surfing. I'm, I'm, I'm really not that far in it. Uh, Yvonne Schoenard, the guy from Patagonia, rock climber, um, very, very may very well be the savior of corporate lifestyle. Somebody who's not into that stuff at all. So fascinating. Well. Oh, I guess that's what I was going to try to say. Is whether whether you think there's something to figure out or whether you're going to just be okay and sit with chaos. Um, Godspeed, my friends. And make sure you do something you want to do today.